0: Hey y'all, this is Pastor B. So, do you think God set up Cain to fail? You know, there's this weird um, theory that God set up Cain to fail because no man had ever died before and, you know, Cain didn't know what was going to happen whenever he uh, struck Abel, I think a lot of times we make excuses uh, for uh, us not obeying God in the first place and, you know, being upset that our consequences are more severe than what we thought they would be whenever we chose to do what we wanted to do but today's podcast we're going to talk about that Um, we're actually going to jump right into it right now so if you've listened so far thank you so much and let's dive into this Hello and welcome to another episode of the Living from Sunday to Sunday podcast. I'm your host, Pastor B. I do want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. This episode can be found everywhere where podcasts are available. And I believe that this is the best 15 minutes of your day because it only takes 15 minutes uh, for real change to happen in your life. So again, thank you so much for um, listening and watching today. Right. So today I want to ask a question. Right. This is a kind of a theological question uh, that we're going to dive into. Right. Did God set up Cain? Did God set him up? There is a strange um, theory um, that is floating around social media right now, and it's asking the question. Um, that Cain had no idea that when he struck Abel, that it was going to kill him because up to that point no one had ever died before. And so because of that, Cain is it's it's almost like Cain isn't their fault because all Cain did was hit his brother. How did Cain know that when he was going to hit him, that he was going to die, right? That's the underlining question or underlining thought um, is that Cain didn't know what the consequence was when he hit his brother. And so, I think we have to take a moment and just kind of look at that whole story um, from beginning to end. Um, because one, I've never I never heard of anything like that before. And so I, I believe there's some things in there that we have to kind of kind of debunk. All right. So first thing, um, if you're unfamiliar with the story, this is located in Genesis chapter four of the Bible. And um, it is time for Cain and for able to present their offering to God as a sacrifice, as worship, right? So it's, it's obvious that this particular custom is something <clears throat> that that they were used to doing or that they were taught to do because it, it never um, says in the Bible that um, that they were um, That this was a brand new thing, right? It says that Abel bought um, or brought his um, best um, gift of the of the animals, right? And Cain um, brought his gift of of the land, right? And so God rejects Cain and his offering, but he accepts Abel and his offering. The question has always been, why did God accept Abel, but reject Cain? And God has the uncanny ability to see our heart's motives behind the actions, right? And so this custom, um, it's obvious that God did not Um, approve of Cain's heart of his motive, right? Because is it bad that Abel brought of the best of his flock, but it doesn't state that Cain searched the fruit of his land and brought what was best. It doesn't say that, right? It just says that it was time for worship. It was time for an offering. And Cain just grabbed something and brought it. But Abel, it says, brought his best. And so when it comes to worship, when it comes to sacrifice, when it comes to offering anything to God, um, do we give our best or do we give him what's left over? Do we not consider our offering is worth anything. Do we just go through the formalities, right? And it seems uh, with Cain that he was going through the formalities of worship, going through the formalities of this ritual of sacrifice and offering to God. And so um, I do want to credit Pastor YPJ for um, um, revealing a truth about this particular text that I didn't, I didn't really see at first. And that is the fact that God not only rejected the offering, but he also rejected Cain. He didn't just accept Abel's offering, but he accepted Abel as well. So, which means that the motives of our heart can um, determine whether or not God sees what we do as pleasing, as pleasing. And also, if how we are approaching God and our intentions if they please God, right? And so because of this, um, one part of the puzzle that this particular ideology, this particular thinking leaves out of the equation, it is that God gave Abel the opportunity to correct his mistake, right? Because after God accepts Abel's offering and rejects Cain's offering, Cain gets upset. He gets angry and God sees this. He sees it and he says, hey, Cain, why are you so mad? Why are you so mad? Can you tell me what is angering you so? He says, If you do good, don't you know that you'll be accepted, right? All you have to do is present an offering that I'm pleased with. All you have to do is change your motive, go back right now, find the best, present your best to me, and I will accept it, right? And God also says, and it's very interesting in the way that he words it so much. So I want to read it real quickly because I think it's it's really, really vital and important. So verse six, Genesis four and six, it says, the Lord said to Cain, why are you are you so angry and why has your face fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not will, sin is um, crouching at the door, right? Sin is waiting to overtake you if you're not able to control your anger, right? Um, anger is something <clears throat> that can be managed. And it's possible that anger doesn't always have to lead to sin, right? The word tells us to uh, to be angry, but sin not, right? There are things that, that upset us, people disappoint us, right? Um, and there is a cap or a threshold to your anger that is acceptable in God's eyes. If you don't allow sin, or if you don't allow your anger to drive your lust your lust for revenge, your lust for acceptance, as long as you don't allow that to uh, control you, then has no way of entering into your heart, right? And so, um, you know, I believe it's in James where it says um, that God cannot be tempted, right? Neither can he tempt man. But sin happens when we are drawn away from our own lust and enticed. Abel upset Cain so much because he was accepted. Cain was rejected. And because he was rejected, his um, desire to be approved, his um, desire to be better than his brother, his anger um, at the fact that God saw his brother better than him, right, that God approved him but rejected um, Cain drove him so much that it stirred up this lust of anger and stirred up this um, desire to see Cain um, um, gotten rid of, right? And so this is the reason why, well, this is the biggest sin, right? It is the fact that Cain did not put a cap on his anger. He missed out on the opportunity to, to repair what's been broken, right? 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, it says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common man. God is faithful. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. Or with the, the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. God knew that this was Cain's opportunity to repent. This was Cain's opportunity to calm himself down and to um, not allow sin to Uh, produced the death that it wanted, right? Um, And that's the way of escape. Some of us, we deal with anger. And almost every single time, there is an opportunity for us to chill. There is an opportunity for us to walk away. There is an opportunity for us to, um, to not go through with whatever our hearts and our minds want. Right, and many times, especially people who who think that God set up Cain to fail, they're focused on the consequence and not the intention. Right? Um, unfortunately, none of this was an accident. Once Cain allowed a uh, the anger toward Abel to rise towards sin. He orchestrated what was going to happen. He tells Abel, hey Abel, come over here to the field. There are some things we need to look at. There are some things we need to do. He, This was premeditated. Right? He gets them along, strikes them upside the head. Right? And so many times again, we're focused on the consequence. On the final result. But what led you to that? Don't ignore the way of escape. Don't ignore the flashing red light, the red sign, right before you're about to go over the cliff, right before um, you're about to do something, say something that you will regret. Don't ignore the way of escape. Because again, this temptation is common to man, everybody has gone through it. Right. You're not the only one who's been angry, but has chosen not to see it. That's been angry. And they pray to God and say, "Okay, Lord, I'm very upset. And if you don't help me, I'm going to do this, this, this and this. And the Lord always comes in because, again, he's faithful. If you call on him to help you in your time of need, he is always faithful to present this way of escape. And so if you choose to ignore the way of escape, then what happens after that is the result of that choice. And we just have to be honest about it, about it. Right. We can't um, we can't blame it on other people. We can't say or wish that um, someone else was um, culpable for our actions. Right. God gives us plenty of opportunities. We just have to make sure that we uh, take advantage of. Him. So the guy set "Up Cain, not at all. Cain had every every ch- um, chance and choice to not hit his brother upside the head with a rock, and he did it anyway because he wanted to. Right? Don't be like Cain. Don't do. All right. That's all I have for the day. This is the." This is the uh, teaching version of the Living From Sunday to Sunday podcast so that we can learn how to control our our anger. Y'all, thank you so much for listening uh, to this episode. Uh, Thank you for watching via uh, YouTube. Um, Y'all know, y'all can find this podcast everywhere where they are available. Um, Amazon has our podcast available as well as apple podcast spotify google good pods everywhere we're everywhere right so make sure that you download and subscribe and uh, please be sure to check the uh, show notes because at the bottom of the show notes you have an opportunity to become a paid monthly subscriber um, and join our unity community and um I just want to thank y'all in advance for um, supporting this show. And I pray that, that everything that is sown to you via this podcast, that God is able to return it to you. Um, 30, 60, and 100 fold alright you All right. Y'all have a great one. And as we always say, i see you. And I'll see you. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Living from Sunday to Sunday podcast. All episodes are available everywhere where podcasts can be found. Make sure that you like the show, download, and subscribe so you won't miss out on any of the future episodes. Remember, real change happens between Sundays. Talk to you soon.